Right. Is there something that you would do that um, just helps you refocus or restart? And what can you tell the people how to, you know, stay focused on your goal? Man, I had to learn how to talk to myself because okay, first couple times on. I wanted to cry a little bit. Yes. I didn't cry. I wanted to. And so I would go to the bathroom and that'd be like my time. I talked to myself like, bro, you better get this together. <laughs> Look at yourself. You, know what <laughs> yes. you just got to like, I really, times. I just talk to myself. Yeah. Really. Cause, and I always talk to people like, cause people have hit me like, man, I want to be a motivational speaker and all this stuff. I'm like, well, you gotta be able to motivate yourself to go do something first. Mm, yes. And if you can't motivate yourself, it's going to be very hard for you to motivate somebody else. If you regurgitate, like it's one thing to have intellect. It's mm. another thing to embody. Correct. Yeah. Right. So when you know something so well and that actually becomes who you are, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But if you're just speaking from it, from a place of, I learned what to say versus mm. I learned how to be. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that is such a big disconnect that's happening in this day and age. Yeah. Everybody's just regurgitating, regurgitating, regurgitating. Mm -hmm. But who is embodying? 99% of people I've ever read anything on leadership, it always comes from something biblical. You know, you have to find some sources that you go to, people, speakers, mentors, or whatever that, that can pour in, that, that mm -hmm. fill you up, then you just got to stay on them. Yeah. I think that women... Uh -huh. Don't dress for men. I believe women dress for women. Facts. Facts. 10,000%. Because and all, this is the only thing I'm saying. Because I think, I think ladies are beautiful, right? Beautiful creatures. But I do think ladies do some stuff sometimes. They're like, guys don't really like some stuff that ladies do. So like it's not about guys. It's about, yeah. it's about like, women. Like you know, eyelashes. Like, like eyelashes for sure. <laughs> like What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of It's Non-Negotiable. This is where we talk all things non-negotiable, people, places, things that do not serve you so you can create a life that you love. I'm your co-host, Sarah Fontenot. I'm Amber Ty. I'm Ernestine Morrison. And today we have an amazing guest on the show. Let me tell you, he is a serial entrepreneur. He is out here changing thousands of people's lives, creating access for them to create success. But what I love about him inside of teaching leadership, inside of teaching integrity, inside of teaching business tools and strategies is on top of that, he teaches the character of a great man. We've got Justin Owens today. What's up, ladies? How y'all doing? <laughs> Glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to just introduce him and I introduce his watch, though. Oh, oh, yeah. Two people. You might as well put that in. Wait, wait, wait. Right, right. We blinded out here. We are blinded. Look at all of this. It's a rose gold for me. I knew I was coming to the pod. The president. You know what I'm saying? He had to do the diamond bezeled. Right. Presidential. Diamond bezel, diamond down. Oh, oh, diamond down. Don't forget So, Justin, what does it's non-negotiable mean to you? Um, I think it's it's more of a, a internal thing. You know, a lot of times you think about stuff that's non-negotiable for other people, but I think it starts with yourself. So it's mm -hmm. like internally things that you just don't negotiate with and it's just a standard for yourself. So yeah, that's what it means to me. Where did you learn to like create non-negotiables for your own life? Uh, probably growing up. You know, my parents, we grew up very uh, like spiritual foundation. And so I think a lot of it stems from that. Like, you know, just things that you're going to do, things you're not going to do. And then, you know, you have things that are like conscientious decisions, and that's kind of where you can negotiate with yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just based on your principles. Break yeah. that down, because I feel like you just said a really powerful principle mm -hmm. by making the differentiation between a conscientious decision and not. Well, I think for me, it's like, you know, there's certain things in the Bible that are very clear. Yes. Like, you know, do not kill, do not murder, mm -hmm. do not do certain things. And there's other things that are conscientious decisions that, you know, like there, there's a scripture that talks about, like, uh, you shouldn't, you know, stumble your brother. And so there's things that may not bother you, but it could stumble somebody else. And so that's mm -hmm. when it's like a conscientious decision of like, you know, maybe if I got a friend that's an alcoholic, I'm probably not. Is it a, wrong for me to drink? Probably right. not. Right. But do I need to drink around that person? That's where it kind of gets right. to like a conscientious right. decision on yeah. certain things. You know, like in the Bible, hookah wasn't around, but like, you know, you got to make a conscientious decision based on the principles that you've read and learned. Yeah. It's like, OK, knowing what I know about that now. Would I do that today? Mm. Stuff I like, like that. that. It's a high so, level of awareness. Mm -hmm. So, Justin, most of the time people say, don't ask this question to women. But I have to ask this question to okay. you. How old are you? You have such a baby face yet. You are so accomplished. So well-spoken. Right. <laughs> He's like, I ain't telling. 36. <laughs> okay. 36, well, you yeah. look a lot younger. Yeah, I, I look get Carter a lot younger. Yes. Than, I was giving mm -hmm. like 29. Yes. Really? I, I was giving 25. Mm -hmm. He's also tall. Black don't crack. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Peace. Sure. I think the key to that is What is this? Are you vegan? Because it's so clear. It's a lot of water. I wish I could say I drank more water, but no. I literally wake up and I wash my face with water. And that's pretty Just much water. It. I hate and you know people what, like, like that. 
you know what? And then, you know, whatever's in the cabinet, I just grab, you know what I'm saying? Body oil, whatever. I don't have a, you know, whatever <laughs> you have a regimen. No, no, I have whatever a regimen works. And you do? Skin is not but I think sometimes that might be the problem. I think people I think just do right. too I much stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I think everything. for you, it's just genetics because the skin is glistening. Okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? It might be the lights. But, but look, I, I, let me, I let me say it. this because Justin is, yes, this accomplished CEO. You've done yes. over 30 million in sales. Mm, so we've seen the last thing I've seen online. I don't know what you've done now. You're part of the circle of CEOs. You have a phenomenal business. You just started a podcast. Yep. But I want Justin to be an actor. I have been on. You know, Justin we've been talking about that for like a year yeah, now, yeah. like bothering him. Like Justin, I need you to get you into to this game. Why? Is it sure. the way he looks, or let what me is tell it? you, he's a superstar. Okay, he has what? all of the elements that okay, when man, people say that, the it you know factor, mm-hmm. he has That's it. Mm-hmm. He just has it. He has the energy. He has the electricity. He yes. has the look. Yes, he has the height. But it's not even like your physical appearance. It's the it factor that's in you. Like you are a light in every room. Like you're a star in every room. Like thank you. Every, every time I see him, I'm like, he's such a star. Yeah, he's an actor. All right, I'm going to take that clip and make it an affirmation. You know what I'm saying? That's going to feel good about myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk after this. We're going to do this. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever done any kind of what You know you what? Ever? I've tried. I've tr- I did like a little, um, what do you call it? A commercial. No, nah, not even a commercial. It was a... Uh, you don't speak no. You don't speak any lines. An extra. extra. Oh, an extra. <laughs> one of my oh, friends. Yeah, people start that way though. Yeah, one of my friends was on a. It hasn't come out yet. It's gonna come out later this year, so I can't. Are oh, you just say did it. it? Yeah, yeah, but it was not a great experience. You don't. Have, well, they don't treat yeah. you right. So yeah. the, only reason, the only reason it was cool because of my friend and what she was doing. Yeah, they let me come out and be with them. But I was like, oh man, this is what y'all be doing. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's I a can't lot. Be sitting in this yeah. little tent all day. Sit, sit, <laughs> so, all day But I'm cool with starting. You know, in every process, starting from the bottom and going up. So yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think most actors, I started out doing extra work, being a background actor. And, you know, it it teaches you character and it teaches you patience and it it helps you like, yo, grind it up. Start from the bottom. No, but some people really have made a career out of it. It's like, yo, I just do, you know, three of these, four of these a week. A week. Oh, yeah. Make $600 a week. I was like, oh. I have a lot of friends like that in LA. That's all they do. I'm not trying to do no lines. I just Mm -hmm. want to go extra to extra. I was like, wow. I like that. They lost you at $600 a week. That's where they lost you. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of starting from the bottom, tell us a little bit how you got your start and where did these leadership um, skills and qualities come in? Like, at what point in your life did you know this is what I'm destined to do, and how did you get there? Um, I think it just came from uh, wanting to make money. Yeah, like transparent. Okay. Like you know, in high school, I was a guy that sold candy CDs. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wanted to sell them throwbacks because when I was in high school, throwbacks was hard. At one time, it was like you know, yeah. throwbacks with jeans and the, the white tees, and then I went to selling like spinning rims because that was the thing back mm. in the day. Anything been, that was legal. Spinning Wait, where, are you from? where are you from? I'm from Fort Lauderdale, but I've, okay. been, I've been in Atlanta. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I went, I went to Cyber Child. spinning rims? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it was like anything that was legal. Actually, well, I found out CDs weren't legal later, but I was the first person in high school that had a CD burner. Were so. you using Napster? Mm-hmm. Oh, we definitely No, I used Kaza. I used LimeWire. <laughs> oh, LimeWire. That's what it was, LimeWire. Yeah. I remember LimeWire in the he first He was killing CD. it, too, yeah. He was, he was a hustle for real. No, no, for sure. He was selling candy and CDs. He was Yeah. Label cover, the jewel case, everything. the jewel case. Oh, okay. Wow. So back you back wanted. to your, how did you keep going? <laughs> yeah. So, so I started there and then um, I was going to go to school for business mm-hmm. um, or dental hygiene. Wow. And uh, dental just, hygiene, you said? Mm-hmm. Or business. Wow. Because, you know, like they, He's I know polarity. it's totally different things, but like dental hygienists, they work three days a week and they make $60,000. Mm-hmm. Back in high school, I, thought, I was like, oh, that's really good money for yeah. three days. So if I work two times, you know, two, two different dentist offices, you'd be over six figures. Mm. Um, business I was going to do, but. They said, uh, all the professors I talked to never had a business. And so oh, I was wow. like, I don't know. My mind always worked a little different, I think. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to them. I'm like, okay, how is that going to work? They never ran a business. My parents like, what did you think about that school? I was like, the guy said they ain't never ran no business. How is that going to work? <laughs> was like, well, wait a minute. No, I agree. So um, I ended up running into a guy. He was doing uh, network marketing. I, I met a guy at a McDonald's. And he met me, introduced me to a guy that was making like 30000 a month when he was like 22. And he was black. And I was like, oh. I might be able to do that. And that, that kind of got me in the route of just entrepreneurship, like mm-hmm. learning to use your voice and your personality and yeah. your mind to be able to make money. Mm-hmm. Now, had you already knew you had a voice and a personality before then or did that kind of awaken it? No, I mean, I knew it from like high school that I could sell like things, mm-hmm. but I didn't know like, you know, you didn't you don't need a team to like sell candy and stuff. You just. It's you. Yeah, yeah. You just, it's yeah. just you. And so those are things I had to develop, you know, and it took me a while to to learn it because when I first got in business, I was like, I don't want to deal with people. I don't want to deal with no team. I want to be, be able to make my own money. And then uh, I realized that for you to be able to stop working or have some time freedom, you have to be able to create a team and develop mm-hmm. people and yes. 
it can't just all be about working for you and making you money. You got to create something that that feeds and help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's funny because I feel like network marketing has such a negative connotation to mm-hmm. it. Um, and I started in network marketing too. You, you guys know that. Yeah. And yeah. literally, it's one of the best grooming grounds for business development, for leadership development, <clears throat> for and sure. you also for self development. Yeah. Because they teach you the number one thing, and I'm sure you've listened to a lot of Jim Rohn where he says, "Work harder on yourself than you do on your job." Like mm-hmm. that is the main focus. How can I become? How can I become? How can I become? Um, And now you've gone on from network marketing to create so many different multi-million dollar businesses and create access and all of those things. What do you think about like if someone was out there right now and they're like, oh, network marketing? Yes, no. What would you say to a person? Would you say jump? Like, do you do you feel any way about either? I don't. I think but I I do think you have to get in an environment that's going to teach you the skills. Period. And so for me, like I actually so I skipped this stuff. I actually did door to door sales for a little while. And so that was yeah, that was tough, too. But you learn so much like you you instantly learn how to connect with people Mm because you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So like, you know, and I'm tall. I'm six, five. I'm black. Like. A lot of times people work at nighttime. I can't work at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not oh, stop it. No, for real. They're stop not going to Well, I'm saying no one's opening the door to a 6'5", dark-skinned black dude. That's, <laughs> no. What are you doing at my, on my step? What do you no, want? Not, and not you cannot happening. do so that. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I have days. less time than most people that's doing door <laughs> knocking happening? because I got to be done before sundown. Like, Absolutely. There's something that, like, at one, one of the campaigns we had, we were selling security systems. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to be knocking it. Eight o'clock oh, at night. No. But hey, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's sad, but people are are that image and that the optics of that could be like, are you to help me, harm me? Like, you know no, what I mean? No, no, it's are you there to harm me? Exactly, yeah, for sure. But I learned I learned stuff like that, and just like um, you got to be able to take no's and move on quick because yeah. it's not like you know social media. You can make a post and wait a little while for feedback. Like you know, door to door is like, hey sir, and then door slammed. And you got to collect yourself and be ready and, for the next and door and then show up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's stuff like that I learned there. Now That's marketing, good. you learn the same stuff too. It's yeah. like you learn rejection and how to communicate with people and yep. how to handle disappointments and yeah. Yeah. things you think gonna go well. And so, so I think no matter what route you choose, you have to find something that's gonna put you in an environment to learn those skills as soon as possible. And then you Absolutely. gotta give yourself time. Yes. I think everyone I know who's in my life who came from a network marketing background is super well-developed, super mm-hmm. well-spoken, mm-hmm. very much go-getter-like, I'm gonna get this by any means necessary. Like everyone yeah. I know, you, Donnie, like all the people I For know, sure. well, my yeah, personal I, yeah, friends, I came up like, a lot of them too. so yeah. developed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, do you still do network around. marketing? I do, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, you still currently do it? Yeah, it's, a, it's one of my income streams. It's a leg. He's like, it's one of my, (laughs) one of my, you know, but that was one of my goals. Like I didn't, I didn't want to do it, you know, like I didn't want to be a lifetime network marketer or a business, but you know, networking is a part of life. And I think, so I think everybody kind of like the only way people come here is because of your network. You know what I'm saying? So still, everybody's still network marketing. They just all have different products. Right. So for those who are listening, do you have, or did you have something that you would do a routine or an affirmation that you would say to yourself when you got these no's or were that, when that door was shut in your face because I used to sell cars and that's a hard thing mm-hmm. to do but I was very successful yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I had yeah. a little routine that's that automated one to buy the car okay, from you yeah. Yeah. look who's selling me the car okay yeah. listen yes. you gotta use what God gave you okay <laughs> but no seriously like I had to sometimes walk around the building or because mm-hmm. I would spend so much time with this one client and they come back look at my new BMW but I'm selling Audi right. sir what are we what are we doing I'm yeah. not congratulating you yeah, is there something that you would do that um um, just helps you refocus or restart. And what can you tell the people how to, you know, stay focused on your goal? Man, I had to learn how to talk to myself because okay, first couple of times on. I wanted to cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. I yes. didn't cry. I wanted to. And so I would go to the bathroom and that'd be like my time. I talked to myself like, bro, you better get this together. Look at yourself. You, know <laughs> okay. you just got to like, I really, times. I just talked to myself. Yeah. Really. Cause, and I always talk to people like, cause people have hit me like, man, I want to be a motivational speaker and all this stuff. I'm like, well, you gotta be able to motivate yourself to go do something first. Mm, yes. And if you can't motivate yourself, it's going to be very hard for you to motivate somebody else. Because yes. I've had those conversations with myself. I'm like, bro, what is going on today? Right. Yeah. This, I'm normally in together. my mode right. and it's not working today. Yes. You're like, shake it off. The yeah. looks are Last working. On your face. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you can literally go from having an incredible day or an incredible week to yeah. the next week, nothing. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. what is going on? But that's where right. we start learning like different skills and, and how to communicate. I remember one time I went to, um, uh, I was selling in Alabama and I was selling telecom services and I always kill it in Atlanta. And I was talking to people and for like two days, I didn't make no money. And I was talking to this lady and I was like, hey, you know, at t they changed their plan. You you don't have to pay percent per minute for long distance. This is before long distance was even free. He right. was trying to switch them over to free. And the lady was like, son, 
you're talking too fast. You got to slow it down. Uh-huh. That was such I was a like, huh? She was like, now sit down and say it again. I was like, well, AT&T has changed their plan. You mm-hmm. don't have to pay per cent per minute anymore. With the new AT&T, <laughs> you, it's all included for free. She said, see, baby, that's all you had to say. Oh. And I was like, Oh, yeah. Snap. So I just started Lesson. talking slower to people. Gave you that and gym. mirroring, and then and then it was like I started making a whole bunch of sales, and people was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Man, I'm saying the same stuff, but you know what I'm saying." <laughs> <laughs> just real quick, you know what I mean? Right. But that was that was something I had to start learning. It's like, mm-hmm. and you you learn in different environments. It's like you still you're still yourself. Yeah. But now I have to change my communication style and the way that they can receive. Yeah, so. yeah. We were just we, talking about that yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, one thing that I do is my thoughts will be moving too fast. And I, I have this thing. I said, whatever. Or I don't, I don't know what yeah. it is. I just, and I was told Ernestine, I was like, my dad told me, just slow down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just take a break. Think about what you're going to say. Yep. And then say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, what's the rush? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I sound good yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like it's so funny. Um, you Even just when you said it, I almost cried. It made mm-hmm. me think of like back. I used to do telemarketing, guys. Mm-hmm. Do you remember back yeah. in the day? When I was in high school, yeah. it was terrible. Literally hanging up the phone, <laughs> calling the next person. Everyone, hang up on your face. Hang up in your face. I was literally about Don't to cry. cry. Sarah. Yeah. Don't you, do had, it. you had to hit quotas. Like every yeah. day, if you didn't hit the quota, they Call sent you time. home. How many people you talked to? Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Y'all have been mad at me because I stay hanging up the phone. I'd be like, click. Yeah. Oh, like, but no. And some people Back in let the day, you, people used to talk to you, though. They'll talk to you just yeah. to hang up I on you. And up. I'm like, I don't deserve this. Mm. Anyway, I remember one time, I say this to say that sometimes when you just keep going, mm-hmm. God will give you the person that's going to remind you why you didn't stop, like yeah. why you didn't quit. Because right. when I was picking up the phone, everybody know, everybody know, my manager's circling in the office like, oh, Sarah, you about to go home. And I'm yeah. like, okay, so now I'm trying even, trying yeah. to up my, my energy mm-hmm. All of these different things talk slower like and this makes it sound even cooler like <laughs> all of the stuff that i knew and they taught us how to do and i talked to this one person i got to the second page because we read scripts every mm-hmm. time yep. i got to the second page and she was like okay i was so shocked by her saying okay i said really really they're listening to my they're phone like, calls okay, too so right like okay okay, okay. <laughs> i'm gonna pass you through to the next person yeah. talk to because they're gonna close because i don't know how to close uh-huh. but it was so wild to me I, it was a lesson of don't quit yeah. because if you it's like that have you guys seen the picture of the man with the axe that's like mining for diamonds yeah oh yeah that, like, and he's like real close yeah. Yeah, yeah the top guy's like mm-hmm. still hungry and he's mm-hmm. like i quit and you were mm-hmm. right You're there right but there. if you don't quit you never know what'll happen yeah. mm-hmm. you just gotta yeah, sure. keep going yeah. it also reminds me too like all of us are you know are influencers on social media to an extent and yep. people see us now and they see the successes now they see the Sheesh. cars the house mm-hmm. the marriage the things Sheesh. and it's like you st- had your start going door to door you yeah. did telemarketing you worked at the car dealership. Mm-hmm. I worked at Neiman Marcus, like yeah. bringing up true religions. And it's like all the, the jobs, just for the people who are listening, the jobs that you have now, or your current state in life, like it is literally grooming you for something. It yeah. is building you and grooming you for the next thing. Like we yep. always say, like I always say, God, you, you never know what people, places and things God is using to prepare you for that next step. Yes. And if you look at life, like everything is just preparing me for the next step. So me working at that McDonald's or me working at that telemarketing or whatever, whatever job, job that we had it's like it's just grooming you yes it's grooming. and i look back now i'm like i'm so grateful for the five years i spent at neiman, neiman yes. marcus if i didn't spend that five years at neiman marcus i'm not ernestine morrison right, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, one thing sure. i always kept in mind was god's plans for me were to prosper me yeah. and not to fail me yeah mm-hmm. so even when those moments where i had those no's i just would remind myself his plans are to see me do great his yeah. plans are yeah. to see me be amazing and not to fail me and yeah. that was what that was a part of my routine you know what's so crazy i just read that scripture really? last night. that was my favorite i pulled it up and I wanted to read it in the different um, translations. Mm-hmm. So the the GV or GE something translation mm-hmm. says, um, says something like, I know this, I, I hear the sound I have for you, but the end of it says not, it says, um, gosh, it says, ex- it use the words, it uses the word expectant. Mm-hmm. So it says, basically, I know what to expect for you. So yes. that word just stood out to me. I'm like, there's an expectation yes. that he has over my life yes. that I don't even know yet. Yes. So if I can walk in that in that confidence knowing yes. that there's an expectation that he already has for me, yeah. he already has it. Pl- what? I'm like, yes. oh, I'm good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> an expectation <laughs> over my life. Yes. Man, yeah, do you exactly. ever just do like read verses in the different translations mm-hmm. and they use different words mm-hmm. just to see what words they use? Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- mm-hmm. Expect? Different. Mm-hmm. That's my word of the day. You show up to me. I think what y'all said is true. It's like it's, it's transferable skills. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes you get caught up being frustrated in your process because yeah. you like, 
you're so focused on like what's coming and what you don't have yeah. instead of just being like, all right. And it's hard when you don't have no money and you want all that stuff right. today. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not talking from like, I, like I said, I was about to cry yes. sometimes. You know? yeah. It's just like, but you start saying, okay, what do I have to um, learn in this season or this level that I'm on to master it so I, don't, so I can go to the next level? It's yeah. almost like video games. That's how yes. I looked at business. One of my mentors broke it to me like this is like, I don't know if you, did y'all play video games before? I yes. did. Mario, okay. Mario Crash okay. Bandicoot. Right. Sonic. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Sonic. Well, so we're talking about Sega, Nintendo. Yeah. Like, yeah, there you go. Okay. We grown out here, okay? Dr. Robotnik beat him every time. Yeah. But it's like every, like, like in Super Nintendo, <laughs> yep. it would be like, you know, like the games were saved in the cartridge. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you didn't want to like hit it too hard so the race. <laughs> but if if you if you went to a level, it, yeah, you had to blow it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you went to a level and you died, you you wouldn't start at the beginning of the game. Mm. You would just start back at the highest level that you ever achieved at. Yeah. And so I feel like life is like that. Like even if you like lose some stuff or you, you get some success, you, you're always gonna go back to the level you're supposed to be at. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. but in but if you mastered the levels that you're on. Even if you go back to your level, you're like, if you had if the game got a race and you had to start over, you're like, oh, these are easy now because you had already went through the levels. That's yeah. so good. And all I feel the like cheat if, codes. Yeah, that you, is you know so all, good. You know, all, all the plays, packs. everything got to happen. You're like, okay, I already beat yeah. this guy. I already do this. I already know how to do that. Yeah. That And if you start looking at life like that, you start, it becomes less stressful. That's like, good, right, Justin. I've been there before. So I know how to yeah. do this. Let me get through that. I know how yeah. to do this. I know how to get yeah. it. And, and it really helps you not define yourself by your last mistake. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay, I can get through that. I got through that. The first five levels I got through, that is good. Correct. We took a step back, but that mm -hmm. doesn't define me. Yes, I, I, I am still who I am. Yes, I'm still the same person I got to level six. Yes, <laughs> come on. I don't have to yep. be dragged back and defined by level one. Yes, yep. that's and then so when you good. get to that level that you got stuck at before, you got to try not to make the same same mistake. Yeah, right. Whether it was managing money or if it was yeah. paying taxes, yes. or it was handling people right. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you got so good. Okay. And you that get to that so level good. faster. Yeah, you do. You know, because yeah. you already know I've, I've already been here. I've already done yeah. that. Yeah. Real talk. I was just in Orlando with my family. We had a family trip, and my mom's like, "Let's go to the swap meet," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Let's go to the swap meet. <laughs> so we go to the swap meet. First thing I see when I walk in there, it's an actual Nintendo uh -huh. with two oh, little yeah. controllers that has 165 games, oh, the rectangle joint. Oh, yeah, and I was like, what? It's It had Mario Brothers. That was mm. the first game. Yeah. Why did I know to go to the third tube and go down the thing to collect the little diamonds before you go back up and skip yeah. the hard part? Right. It's literally like, I know because I really used to play this mm -hmm. game. Yeah. And I love that when you just keep going, you get to experience that whole new world. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, yes. it's not just about that fact that you that we've we've learned to move a little bit faster through our last trials tribulations obstacles we've getting to new levels but every time in Mar super mario brothers it's like you beat this whole world you go to a whole new world yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like so literally a whole yeah. new world like yeah the, the, but the demons are different Mm, the things on. you gotta fight are different. The come tools on. that you need are different because you used to start with them little fireballs, and now mm. you you got you, you get to ride a Yoshi. You get to you know Yoshi can eat the egg. Like mm. all of these different things <laughs> start happening. Yeah, I'm just Literally. saying, like yeah. like really and truly, no, and good. it just mm. goes back to every new level. There's bigger and badder devils. Yeah, for sure. And we yeah. think that we're gonna fight the same battles. No, this thing called life is no joke. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I I love that. It's like I always say, like we all come from the school of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Car dealership, Neiman Marcus, door knocking, mm -hmm. telemarketing, yeah. servers, like how many different things have we done? Mm -hmm. It's all just teaching us done it the all. skills. Yeah. Girl, yeah. me too. Yeah. Server, yeah. flight attendant, dog walker. No, how was flight attendant? <laughs> Justin, um, I, I really admire your friend group, right? Like yeah. I love how you all are showing male friendships mm -hmm. and not just from a business perspective you do life together you yeah. you're there for the kids birthdays yeah. and you do daddy daughter dates mm -hmm. and you, you show your wives and girlfriends and you know you show your life and you don't really see that a lot with mm -hmm. men you see it with women we have our friend groups and we do girls nights and date nights but yeah. you guys do the same thing how important has that circle been for you and your success as as a man and just you know in, in your business and your personal life yeah, I think it's always good to have people that hold you accountable, mm -hmm. you know, to like doing better. Like there's been times where it's like I'm doing something with my daughter and I'm like, or, or like uh, Marcus or Neil, somebody's doing something with their kids. I'm like, dang, I need to do something with London. I need yeah. to make sure because you can get caught up in stuff. And it's like sometimes I'm doing stuff with my family and they're like, dang, we need to plan something. It's just like it, somebody's always keeping somebody to say, look, all right, we got to take care of finances, but you got to take care of, you know, family time. You also got to take care of health. Like I yeah. got on the health tip like probably nine months ago. You know what I'm saying? And they be start, at the gym. Together. Yeah. But That's now good. it was like everybody start like moving the other person forward. And then like when somebody fell off, somebody else started working out strong. And yeah. like, all right, let me get back on my stuff again. Yeah. You know? so I, think, I think it's good to, to have any type of environment like that. And it's not, Absolutely. you know, sometimes people only look for that in the, the business world. I think you can get that spiritually. I Absolutely. think you can get that in so many other places. 
Uh, we happen to find it in the world of business, but I think it's important to find, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole circle. Maybe it's one or two people yeah. Yeah. that you can just kind of have that relationship with. Yeah, I love that because I, I feel like you just don't see men at least exemplifying that from such a public perspective. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know you guys talk about relationships, you, spirituality, yeah. church. And it's a high out. level of accountability. Like, if somebody's yeah. wrong, tell them they're wrong. If somebody's, yeah. You know, now we still take up for each other on the outside, but like, right. man, you're on you're wrong on that. But you I'm calling that today. But I feel like we got to get back to, like, even men, it's like like some of that, the old school stuff of, like, you know, men checking men, staying on top of people and yes. stuff like that. I think some yeah. of that stuff got lost in the, the mix over the last decades. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's why our young people are suffering. Mm. You just don't have. You got to go back to whooping kids, man. You know I'm just saying. saying. That just... Say that again. <laughs> right. I'm saying that. I believe it, that that whooping just... to a certain extent. You're here was... first, okay? Yeah, I think there's a difference between a whooping and a beating. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I got you know beat. Saying? Let's be clear. Yeah, 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 Love yeah. you, Dad, but it's different. true. Facts. It's spanking. all. It's levels. You know what I'm saying? But I think that that taking that away kind of. Because some people did go to the abusive side. That's the problem. Oh, I wasn't yeah. abused, but though. Yeah, I wasn't I abused. Beat, but I wasn't abused. Yeah. I got I pretty much all the ones I deserve. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So I, but I do feel like, you know, that's a, sp- a principle, though. You yeah. Know, like yeah. using the rod. You know yeah. and it's like I think that, too. Like, I was reading um, an article yesterday or day before yesterday that they're taking uh, Bibles out of the school library. Mm-hmm. I don't know what state that was in, yeah, but like they're already like they're literally trying to delete God from the narrative in schools. The Bible. Um, I mean, you know, just fifty years ago there was a paddle in schools, and you could give a kid a a, a, a paddle on the butt. Yeah, and when now I was in school, they did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's like so much of that is taken out of school systems, and I think that really that's where you learn those values, those men principles, mm-hmm. holding people accountable. You learn some of that in school and the way mm-hmm. school was done. School mm-hmm. is done so differently now. I'm like, where are kids? learning these examples and real principles and morals and like learning how to stand and, and, and be, um, respectful and loyal and unwavering like where are these kids learning that and because they spend more time with their teachers than they do with their parents yes. so it's really a scary thing when yeah you think about systemic it. Thing they're too. not teaching it in the schools by the time you get we home and have you. dinner you gotta go to bed yeah. but right. to take god out of school guys like that is scary for me yeah no, for sure i think i think it's Interesting what they're taking out and putting in, what they're replacing. Yes, stuff with, you know, without, and I'm like, all right, well, let's just not put nothing but in. I, let's I, go and just do all of that. Like, right. Just, <laughs> right, like hold up, now you can look at it away. Out, but let's not slide that in. It's like we literally have in God we yeah. trust on our dollar, right? Yeah. Right. But to take, I mean, I feel like God is being erased from so many of the narratives, and I think that's what we need the most of is God. Mm. Like, I'm like, God is in everything that I do. God is mm. in my business, my marriage, my kids, my social media, mm-hmm. my poetry, my art, my work. God has to be in everything, and if God is like the single thing that's being taken out of things. Mm. I'm just like, what? Where are we going? What direction are we moving to? Yeah, yeah. Coercion. Yeah, the Bible talk about all this stuff. I ain't getting yeah. spiritual, but it talk <laughs> yeah, about all it that. You know it's just spiritual. Oh, we're no, here for it. Yeah. It says all this stuff is going to happen. Yeah, the end, you know, so. I, I do have a question for you though. Outside of that, because you're talking, we were talking about your friend group, mm-hmm. and what I love is that I'm hearing accountability, but I'm also hearing emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of the times when you get around successful men. Um, they will be so great in business and so terrible with emotional intelligence. Yeah. It's like literally the inability the, the, to have a, a conversation without flaring the fragility of their ego, right? Mm. Like it's it's literally these different experiences that happen with a lot of different, what? <laughs> My was word? You like, no, no, no. Was that like, all right, here we go. <laughs> no, let's talk about it because yeah, I know you're not that about. way. Yeah, you know what? It depends on who you talk to. I, mean, I think anybody can be that way. Depending yeah. on the relationship. Yeah, um, for sure. But but I will say, because like we know a lot of the same, all mm-hmm. of us know a lot of the same people, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not talking about any particular person or any particular group. Okay. But oftentimes, what I know, what I know, and some of these people are my friends. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. yo, you are so good in business. And then I'm I'm like, yo, you probably shouldn't talk to your girl like that. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah, yo, you, sure. you, you probably like, I'm... Maybe you could try a different, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it may be, because the emotional <laughs> intelligence is not there. Mm-hmm. How do you guys hold each other accountable, um, emotion, like in an emotional, intelligent way? Because I know that about you specifically, that you yeah. are that way. Yeah. How do y'all hold each other accountable? Oh, uh, when it's brought up, we just like we're we're quick to tell somebody if they're right or wrong. Right. That's just and I and I think sometimes friends always like we always have somebody's back. Mm-hmm. But we were like, nah, you was wrong about that though, bro. Who'll like, be the most like, wrong in your group? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna say me because he's smart. Who's the most wrong? Be, I think it depends the on the topic. Who'll be the most wrong? <laughs> Who's the most wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it really depends. I've been wrong. 
Uh, I told you. Alex has been wrong. Mark has been wrong. Neil's been wrong. I really, it, I'm not even being funny. It really depends on the topic. Okay, who's the first to call somebody out then? Probably, it's probably me or Marcus. The first to call somebody out? Yeah. Who'll be the first to get called out? She's <laughs> <laughs> not right back. So no, that's in a different way. It ain't you. The first to get called No, it's probably the first to get called out to call somebody out is probably Marcus or. Uh, to call someone out? Yeah, probably mm -hmm. Marcus or Jason. Jason. Okay. You see, he's I see so smart. I can see that in Jason for sure. Mm -hmm. I see yeah. that in Jason. Yeah. But yeah. Marcus will do it too um, when, he, when he feels, you know, whenever he. I, I literally think it depends on the topic at hand. Because we also operate whoever has the expertise in that area. Okay. That's, that's, who, that's who runs it. So yeah. it's like, but when it's stuff that I know, I'm like, listen, guys, but, I know but this. But what about Everybody relationships? Right. Inside of relationships. Because you know, business so, is one thing and it's easy when it's like, okay, we have expertise. I have authority here. You should listen to me. Okay, well, that makes sense. Hmm. What about when the ego is involved? And it's strictly based on experience, perception, your own upbringing, all of mm. these different things that come into play. How do you do that? So, okay, here's another thing we do is, you know, all of us are really relatively new. I think Jason's been married the longest, mm -hmm. right? But like, uh, so we would, we have maybe like every quarter or so, like ET will come in and he'll talk to us. Oh, and just we talk about like life and business and relationships. And we talk to him on stuff like that. Um, what we do check each other, each, each other on is like, you know, like sometimes you get that text message like, you can go, but you probably shouldn't go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We'd be like, hey, bro, you probably should go home. Probably like, go. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't be like, yeah. You know, but like back in time, we would be like, man, oh, you, man, see, you ain't go no man. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't I hang. thought you ran your house. You know, we just learned like, okay, that's probably not the most healthy thing to do. That's so yeah. good. You know, um, and uh, yeah, so I think that's that's ways that we call each other out, but we try not to get too much into people's business because relationships are tricky no matter what you got going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, do I you have any um, non negotiables in a romantic relationship? Like, do you have some hard ones? That you yeah, like? no, no touching. Nobody, nobody hit nobody. You know what I'm saying? Does everybody keep oh, their hands? Break the hands, feet, <laughs> hands right. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like stuff like that. I think is good. Um, I think you have to be able to talk through difficult situations, no matter yeah. what they yeah. are. Like, I'm a, I'm a communicator. Uh, What's I'll your sign? There. Uh, I think it's Scorpio. I don't really When's follow all that stuff. November uh, 18th. Yeah, I felt like you were a Scorpio. Really? My, my husband's How do you feel that? My husband's a Scorpio. Oh. I literally sat here and said, he's a Scorpio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think- Is your husband a good communicator? Phenomenal. One oh, of the yeah. best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know, I think sometimes that, that comes- The thing about, I think sometimes being in the position that us guys are in, it's like if you do something like that, it's like when you get in a relationship, it turns into- I'm not like one of your people. Like, don't talk to me like this. And it's yeah. Like, what does that okay, mean? Say that exactly. in a different way. No, that's what that means. It's like, hey, look. <laughs> I'm not like friends. one of the people on your team. I'm not the people that you talk to on social media. Mm -hmm. I'm like the person you're talking to. I'm like your person. So uh, talk to me differently. Right, right, right. But it's like, this is how I talk. Like, I'm, that's how I always show uh, up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But do I you think. Like, if you were in a relationship, do you do a lot of coaching to your partner? I try not to. Uh-uh. I try to just communicate. Gotcha. Yeah. I've done that in the past mm -hmm. and that didn't work. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's just adjust. You know, I like, so transparency transparently for me like i was married for 11 years mm -hmm. were you yeah i was okay. and so that was like that was a couple years ago that that like well you're only like 17 so how are you married? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I got married I young, you know like and i did like so my route was a little different too like i i did the whole like staying a virgin until you got married and all of that stuff he's a real christian i think people ask me all the time how was it i think it's normal like you don't know you don't know anything until you, until you so everyone it. around you was a virgin until marriage i didn't say everybody around me i said that's the route i took yeah but so, so then how was it normal? You're like, that was what was normal for me. Or you just committed to being celibate until marriage. Yeah, I mean, that's how I grew how up. You grew that's up. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's how you grew up. Like, not grew. everybody stuck to it as much as possible, but like everybody, that's what you, right. you attempted yeah. to do. Wow. I, I happened to do it. But I, only, I got married when I was... 24? 21. What? Wow. Or maybe, no, I wasn't. I wasn't 21. Are you maybe a PK? Huh? Are you a PK? Sorry, I'm not Are you a pastor? No. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I am. I thought you were. Yeah. No. I was like, he's giving real PK. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm That's the first time I heard that, yeah. Actually, no, I should have known you weren't a PK because usually the PKs, we do exactly opposite what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. So, no, I'm just saying, yeah. we're the ones who break all the rules. Yeah. But My just, parents are very, like, flexible in life. Like, they, you know, taught you stuff, but it was like, hey, you still got to live your life mm -hmm. and you still That's make good. your own decisions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So they weren't, like, over the top. And you being a virgin, was that your own decision to consecrate yourself to God or was it 
you just didn't find the right one. Or it was what, a probably what? a little bit of both. Like maybe at that time I couldn't get none either. I don't know. He's like, I got an ugly face. No, no, it was definitely a decision for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait, wow. wait, wait a minute. Walk me through that. So you you waited until marriage. Like, I don't think I've ever talked to a, a, a man that's waited till marriage. Like, 20 you, something. Were you eager? Were you anxious? Or were you just like, no, I'm just waiting. Like, how was your and energy was during ready. that? I was, you know, I didn't have no money. So it was not even a focus of mine for mm. real. I was like, listen, that can wait. I need wow. to figure this money thing out, you know? And uh, so it wasn't, I, like, I've always been able to put that energy into, like, work or whatever. So, you know, I don't think, it wasn't that hard. It It's like it's like this. Any of y'all ever did cocaine? No. And somebody's like, <laughs> how do you, about it. but how do you do it? Yeah. It's, it's so hard not to do it. You're like, That's such an odd question. But it's, I no, thought but, about it. But think about it, though. If you've never tried it. You never miss yeah, it. You don't miss it. You're not yeah, like you I've never did it before, so why do I miss it? It's it's only now if we were all in a room of people that did cocaine all the time, like what? <laughs> That's You've why never I thought about what? it. Your environment. Wait, try that joint now. Nah, you'd be like, no. Nah. So it's, I think it's one of those things. If you haven't experienced it, then you don't. Know. But even just a natural urge, though, like sex is something that's just a natural urge, right? My mother was a virgin till she was married. She was 29. Wow, mm-hmm. mm. that's interesting. I can't yeah. relate. <laughs> Never been married. Yeah. Now I got, a, I got a question for y'all. I got That's a question a for y'all. One. Okay. All right, because I was wanting to know this. I, I, I believe y'all tell me if I'm wrong. I think that women uh-huh. don't dress for men. I believe women dress for women. Facts. Facts. Ten thousand percent true. Because Absolutely. and all, this is only I'm saying. Because I think I think ladies are beautiful, right? Beautiful creatures. But I do think ladies do some stuff sometimes. That, like guys don't really like some stuff that ladies do. So like it's not about guys. It's about. Yeah. It's about like, women. Like you know, eyelashes. Like, like eyelashes, for sure. <laughs> like, I remember the first time I see one of the things, I thought it was a roach. I was like, hey, yo. Hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> not I, like, a I ain't got a roach in my eyes. I was like, oh, no, no, it's my eyelashes. No, I do think that there is <laughs> a level. Like, there is, we were just talking about this. Yeah, I do too. think that there's just a level of, like, just appearance in general. Not just how you dress, like, everything. Just mm-hmm. how your appearance is for your girlfriends or for just other women. Yeah, yeah. However, women. when you're married... Cause I try to do things for my husband, so mm. like I will put on an outfit that I know my husband's gonna think is yeah. like okay. cute or whatever. You know, I try to do things for my husband. Mm. I okay, think when you're you married, or you should at least try to do things that appease your husband. Okay, I think that unfortunately we live in a time right now where everything is about competition, mm. and not that every woman is competing, but it's just it's just in the back of your mind. Social competing media with, with each other. Mm. Period. I don't care. Listen, so I'll be trying to outdress each other. I'm gonna keep it no. real. I, a lot of people will say, "Oh, that's an insecure thing to say." No, it's a real thing to say. A women, we we come in, we look at each other, we look at these shoes. Okay, I gotta step my game up. That's the first thing you start thinking about. Like, oh, look at her lashes. I mean, Sierra has her lashes on. I didn't wear my lashes today. Mm. I was like, dang, I forgot my lashes. <laughs> right? Dang. Like it reminded me. Like I, I, you know. So it's not that I'm in competition with Sarah, but there is a like. It's just embedded in our mind i feel like in this day and age that it's like oh we we are dressing for each other girl you look good well see i look at it as a, as a completion thing and you yeah. said lena said they said that about the completion yeah, taking the l the difference between complete yeah. and compete. so my and i can only speak for me in my friend group like in my friend group i know that i'm like i'm trying to make sure that i'm matching the bar yeah because i already know we're all going to be we're all elevated we're all spiritual elevated. we also well well spoken well dressed so i've been making sure like i go with the flow of the group of our group so my fly Mm -hmm. has to match your fly Mm -hmm. so it's not like oh i know such and such gonna be on so i gotta be on it's more so like i know how we roll yeah we all need to make sure we are good this is where we operate we don't operate down here yeah we operate up here as a group so that's for for me it's like so let me ask you this though is your group operating up there like he said for other women or for men like when I y'all get dressed so. and you and you're like, okay, let's get cute, let's go out. Who who are we getting cute for? I do it for me, because there are some days when I don't feel myself, and I will be look. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it all. Can I be ten thousand percent real? Mm-hmm. There'll be days I got my jailhouse braids in with no wig on, mm. no makeup on, no nothing, chilling at the house. Look, y'all, I'm gonna keep it all ten thousand. If I don't feel like getting dressed up, I'm well, not gonna home. get dressed yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I ain't going out like that. You didn't leave the door. Well, no, right. she said, "Who do you do? Who do you do it for?" So right. depending, if I want to get dressed up, it's like, oh well, what level? Because I feel like I either have. All the way on, or like homeless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there really is no middle ground. Now, for me. so the thing, my, so my thing is, if yeah. guys did the same, like, okay, you know, but y'all guys do, do the same thing. Y'all do, do the same thing. Y'all do the same thing. I'm gonna give you an oh, example. Y'all got wigs. Please, <laughs> let me tell you. But hey, most don't though. Suits. But right. most don't. I'm talking about the majority. Nah. But I most think, ladies, but let me give you a real, what's it called? Big game. What's it called? Real example. 
What's that? The, the, oh, the, uh, what's it not being gay? The, uh, what's it called? Uh, she said baby. Well, let me give you a real example. We were at Invest Fest, uh-huh. I think, or it was a recession. One of, the, one of the conferences, I was there. <laughs> and literally, Alex had on, like, I think one chain or something. Um, and then he looked at one of you. I can't remember which one he looked at, but he was like, uh, he got on two chains. We, we got to do the two chains in. And he put his other chain on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so guys do do that too. Uh-huh. Okay, y'all size each other. Make sure y'all match each other's fly. Yeah, you know, but I think it's different though. It's like, it's like guys, okay, it's external stuff. But like, ladies do that too. You got the purse. Like, Girl, you wearing a purse today? You doing this? Like y'all do the same <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, I'd be like ladies just do <laughs> some of the stuff. Like, okay, like most guys I know, they probably don't like. Wigs is probably not their favorite. Yeah. But sure. ladies love them. So I'm like, okay, that can't be for guys. Guys don't like eyelashes for the and, most or part. Or wigs. Or, or really any. Or the little makeup. stocking cap thing, what you call it with the wig? What <laughs> yeah. you call it? They don't like a bunch stocking of makeup. Stocking, stocking cap. Makeup. With the wig on the top. And I'm like, okay. Stuff that's probably don't like that. Um, I mean, guys like nails. Do they? I think guys. Uh, you like manicure, nails. manicure nails. Yeah, husband, that's a must. My husband likes when I do my nails perfectly. You got to have, like, yeah, don't nobody want no man hands on them. That's a must. But other than that, <laughs> that was actually- makeup, makeup, Y'all I think it's really cool like to either. an extent. Extent. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want to like hug you and it be on my shirt. On your whole you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, like now my outfit's a- messed up and now I got to go home. And but I'm a light when color. girls do that, girls be like, girl, your face is beat. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heat it up. You're right, yes. <laughs> Can we, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. But y'all look amazing. But I'm not talking about, I'm not, y'all look amazing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I always wonder that. I always wonder because I'm like, I want y'all to think about this. Think about how many companies would be out of business today if women just woke up and say, I love oh. myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't well, do this because we don't love ourselves. We ain't going to yeah. do all that. But, but think about it. The beauty it. industry is a billion dollar industry. But Great I think amazing. that beauty done the right way is just, it's it's to add an essence. It's to yes. elevate you a bit, but not to change. I, I love me. Yes, you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Let me tell you. I'm the, I'm, listen, listen to what I'm saying. I love Ernestine Morris. You hear me? Listen to what I'm saying. Think about like, okay, if guys woke up and be like, hey, man, we love ourselves. It's not too many people that's going out of business. Like the barbershop, maybe like we ain't. The barbershop is for sure going out of business. But also, I feel like this is the most cap I've ever heard in my life and the reason why i say Dang. that friend sorry Uh-oh, let's talk about it okay let's talk about <laughs> it let's, let's be ready. real is, is this check, thing check. on One, okay two, here we go here we go <laughs> let's take it down to anthropology and psyche and psychology i don't right? even know what that word means but let's get the going. way we're built the okay. way that we do things mm-hmm. the reason why we're attracted to what we're attracted to mm-hmm. is number one let's be real men are visual first a thousand percent so the Absolutely. fact that a man you don't want your girl to be have her face beat you don't want your girl to do wigs and lashes and all those things but those are the women that most men are looking at when they're outside and so it's funny to me because i've actually like it in it well I think it's funny when men, they want you to look a certain way in public, but then after they get you, they're like, oh, you could just wear sweats. Oh, you could just, so is it more of a, of a because if it's a fact that men are more visual, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. How come the vision has to change once you get your girl? I don't think it has to change. I think, I think you could look at a guy today and be like, oh, he don't really dress that good. So you try to just like, oh, you cute, but can we adjust this? <laughs> and so like I've dated people before and I'm like, okay, she's cute, but she wear a little too much makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's still cool. But yeah. when we start talking, can, hey, you know, today, girl, you down. ain't got to worry yeah. about all that. Just mm-hmm. put on some lip gloss and keep it moving. That's my way of saying, hey, chill out a little bit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's like, I want to change you. It's just like, hey, I noticed some things that like, I saw what was possible. Let's just put it or like that. what about the men? So, like for instance, my husband. Oh, like, she about <laughs> Look, I, I, I like to. Uh, historically, I've been known to wear like I wear fitted. I love my body. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. I love me. <laughs> me I love my body. Let's go, girl. Talk I'm gonna about have it. on a mm-hmm. cute little one piece. I'm gonna have on some tight fit, and you're gonna see the curves, right? Mm-hmm. And I would look. I would like to think that my husband liked that in the beginning, which is probably why he was attracted. Yes. But then sometimes he'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's you got to take that off." And, and it'd be like, the same outfit. This is the same outfit you liked when I, when you met me, girl. Yeah. Anybody else looking at all of that? That's his. So, but I think that's the point. It's like you want to change it after the fact, and not not to but say that. But where was you going? I think we got to get context. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe you were going to the same place. Dinner. <laughs> dinner. If you could dress up to go for dinner, I, go ahead, Amber. No, I was gonna say. I have a very old school father. Mm-hmm. He called me the other day. He's like, Amber, I'm going to get these Wayne skits. And why you got on them eyelashes? 
I hate them. And I, and I would get so angry with him. I'm like, Dad, please stop talking to me about my makeup, my eyelashes. Just stop. It's work. But you right? have pretty long eyelashes naturally, though. I'm looking oh, at them thank now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mascara. But, um, but I still your eyelashes, though. Mascara, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Eyelashes. But he said to me, he's like, Amber, he's like, you are such a natural beauty. You also just true. don't need all of that. And so... I sometimes now on the skits, I'll switch it up. Sometimes I have my lashes on, sometimes I don't. Mm. And it's funny when I am like a little less dialed up or when I'm showing less, which I'm, I'm, I am definitely a person that, that believes in classy, sexy. Mm-hmm. I do not, you know, mm. it's Amber like, dresses like a first lady. That's what she calls sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm you got to have both sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like right. That. Balance. But um, yes, yeah, like I'll show the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Piece of a shoulder. Okay. Piece of a shoulder. <laughs> but y'all all wondering what's going on underneath. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I get, instead of you just seeing it all, it's like there, you gotta leave there's, something just, to the there's no mystery now. Women yeah. are just walking around naked. What right. is the thing? What is true. We were just talking, Tevin and Ben and I, right before we started shooting, we're talking about, I was like, yo guys, let me know if this gets a little, you know, a little, little too much over here mm-hmm. because I'm not about to be, I don't want to be out here like that. But I do feel like, and this is a question, where where is the happy medium when the media and people and society are pushing everything in front of your face? Show me your whole body. Show me the, the like, Tevin was talking about how he was in a grocery store and he said it looked like a lady that is probably a dancer. I'm not going to use the word because YouTube might come for us, um, is a dancer that takes their clothes off. Um that she was in the grocery store looking like she just came out the club with pushing a baby in a cart. Girl. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I you went know? and bought a bathing suit the other day because I was taking my son to the one pool. piece, two piece, a one piece. For I my, love because I because I said let me get a bathing suit that's appropriate for my son like family outing, family yeah. out, and if there's any kids. So we take I take him to the pool. <gasps> this chick walks by. I said, well, she I should have just put on my bathing suit because she's just half naked, nothing and, on. But here's the thing, she's like 15 years old. Yeah. I said I would get beat yeah. if I walked out the house yeah. looking like that. Are you crazy? Yeah. And her parents were cool with her just having a thong on. And I'm like, literally I'm like Cairo, literally well, a thong. Like a bikini, and my basically. son is three and a half, and he's no. like, oh look at her booty, mommy. <laughs> that's how all these. Like, that's how they all. Just, I believe terrible. in. I believe in Ugh. class with a little bit of sass. Like I you're agree. always gonna get Jeez. maybe something form fitting. Yeah. Maybe your shoulders gonna be out. Yeah. You know, maybe you might look, get a deep plunge. Yeah, you might get a, a deep cover. plunge. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna be covered up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, I think but, it comes to preference, though. And I also think more than I, I agree, it is completely what you like. And do whatever makes you happy at home or listening to this. Do what makes you happy. Just don't do it for other people. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like sometimes people see no, us in the skits and be people. like, "Do it for my you, child." Please. <laughs> no, I'm not talking up. about covering up. I'm talking <laughs> about makeup and hair and all of these things. Like at yeah. the end of the day. When we go shoot on skits, that's our job. Like yeah. we have to show up a certain way. We come to this podcast, that's the job. But please believe, whether it be clip-ins, whether it be natural, whether it be wigs, weaves, makeup, we all do it all. That is one of the most beautiful parts about being a black woman and other women, but being a black woman is we have <laughs> versatility. No, for sure. Yeah. So what do you like, Justin? He I likes like natural. natural. <laughs> about, but so, I you do, can I tell. Do. I mean, this is very obvious. Yeah. Keep it natural, baby. I, I like natural, but like, you know, throw on some lip gloss. Like, but I do like, you know, you go out, put on some makeup, you know, you do, the, you know, for the special events. But for the most yeah. part, I like yeah. just keep this it natural. Thing. You know, like, what do you guys do on a daily basis? I don't I be makeup. touching nobody here and this, then like stuff. This is my you know? daily, everyday yeah. makeup look. I don't do a lot of makeup. You I don't, don't wear I feel makeup. Like you don't wear makeup daily. I don't wear makeup daily. I'm talking about when I when I do wear makeup. No, this I'm talking about everyday. what's your daily. Like, oh, moisturizer and lip gloss. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I do mascara and eyeliner. Yeah, I don't do I don't do any makeup unless I'm going somewhere. Yeah. Well, if I'm leaving the house, my, I'll do I, yeah. my son's teachers—they're so funny. They'll see me like dropping him off at daycare. You know, hey y'all. You know, pick him up, and then one day I'll go shoot, and they're like, um. Oh, oh, Kyle's oh, mom. Oh, I'm like y'all. That, I do not look that different. Yeah. But no, okay, that, like, I will say this though. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should do nothing on a regular day, though. Like, mm-hmm. there's some people that go to extremes. They only fancy when they're outside, and then right. in yeah. the house, you just no. I don't mm-hmm. believe in that either. You should just be consistent. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah, it's, home, it's consistent, so. and then it's another level. But you can't be going to like just you just thugging it yeah. out. It's just me at home. If now, when I was in a relationship. And I was engaged in all this stuff. That was one thing we would talk about. He would be like, hey, I just want you to, um, you know, you, you get dressed and everything for everybody else. Make sure you're doing that here. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I mm. would get dressed. And, yeah. 
put, you know, I would do my eyebrows and my, my lipstick, but I feel like I am naturally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, are. And, yeah, and I don't we need are. makeup. I just don't. I'm not, and I'm not trying to be funny, but Let's I just don't. Let's give it up for y'all a little bit. That's yeah. <laughs> so, so I will, <laughs> you know, I just, I, I can walk out the house and, and the, even the reaction of the daycare, they're just like, wow, you're so fabulous because they're not used to seeing me mm-hmm. all dialed up on a regular basis. Yeah. I just don't do it, honey. Yeah. I'm at home by myself. So it's like, yeah. yeah. Good moisturizer and yes. And mm-hmm. some dark brown dewy. lip liner. I'm gonna it's have a dark brown lip liner here. on though. Mm. Always. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. I'm a mascara eyeliner and I'm good. My brows are done, so you know what I remember not as good. Um here's a question. Um because <laughs> I do feel like when I go out looking what I call like basic, like I go out with eyeliner mascara on. I get way more attention, conversation, people that are trying to come talk to me than Mm -hmm. when I'm like full blown done. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're more approachable. They say success leaves clues, but go ahead. Duly noted. Got it. Almost a Yep, joust and one. Yep, okay, got it. it. Oh, caught it. Yeah, right. it, it was late. Yeah, no, I caught a little late. Go ahead. Late no, to the party, no, no, but no, I got there. So but really and truly, and and so I guess my question is: Is there a thing that men feel when women are less done? Where it is, they're more approachable. Is it is you're just more attracted to less? That it is like, what do you think it is? Well, I wouldn't call a lady without makeup less. You know, I'm not saying that she's wearing less. Had to use one of y'all lines, you know what I'm saying? No, no, that she's wearing less, not that she's less. No, I think I think if a guy likes a lady, he's going to step, a confident person is going to step to her wherever. Because, yeah. you, you know, in this this world, you never know if you're going to see somebody again. You know, oh, so yeah. I think you just, you got to shoot your shot if you see it. Um, I don't. I don't think I've ever looked at somebody and be like, "Oh, she don't got no makeup." I feel more comfortable. I don't think I, pro- I process like. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I a guy looks beautiful. for somebody that's like, "Man, that that girl look like that with no makeup." She's probably like, right? You know, like because uh, nine times out of ten, that's who you're gonna see. Yeah, in the morning. Most of the yeah. time. Yeah. You know yeah. Absolutely. Like, eyelashes yeah. going to yes. be on the, the little side. The hair going to be on the side. <laughs> Under a box. The, what's left is what you're going to see. You know what I'm saying? So, he, said, <laughs> he said, what's left? What's <laughs> left? You know what I'm saying? I really wish women could feel like guys. Like I, I feel like this should be like like somebody need to make the video. But like a guy need to just completely just undress like a lady does. You'd be like, they be like, they be like, they be like you got to do it now. Take his waist and <laughs> show off. You got to do it Wait a minute. Yeah. Who is this? Hilarious. Oh, no. This is my <laughs> nighttime routine. You know what I'm saying? You be like, bro. Wait a minute. Oh, my you know what gosh. I'm saying? I saw some video on Instagram with a girl. It was like before, you know, with the date and everything. She's all beautiful. And it's like after the next morning. And it was a man in a wig. Like she, <laughs> like Who are you? Like she changed so much. Yeah, she just man. It's just like, man. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, well, I want to bring it back to this, though, Justin. Um, just because we, you know, again, like I said, we're, we're all big on social media. Um, and I am a true believer in being a student of the craft, mm-hmm. right? Whether whatever your craft is, I'm an actor. We know this. I I believe in being in acting classes. Mm-hmm. I believe in reading acting books. I believe in going to workshops, intensives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always feel like the cream rises to the top. You can always I can always tell when someone's the cream. Yeah. It's like you're you're a well studied, mm-hmm. well versed student of your craft. Mm-hmm. And I think that in this social media culture now, especially since the pandemic, yeah. people have popped up. Maybe made a million or, or had a little bit of success now, but they ha- they're not a student of the game. And mm-hmm. I feel like, again, the cream always rises to the top. If you're not a student of your game, if you're not a student of your craft, you will sink eventually yeah. because you, a quick 15 minutes of fame is, is easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But having longevity in this thing year on year after year for a decade, for as long as you've been in it. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you say to this new social media culture where they're not, it's very clear that they're not being a student of the craft? I think I think you have to be a student um, because, like we said, success leaves clues, and it's like a long term success. Like for me, like being a speaker in a leadership, I study so much and have gone to so many events. A lot of times, I can almost tell when somebody's regurgitated somebody else's speech. I'm like, oh, I know where they got that from. Say that. Oh, I know what that book is. Yep, the I heard. Bible. I know. Napoleon I've Hill. actually been Tony at events Robbins. and somebody's giving a speech. I'm like, here's the video where they got that from. Yeah, wow. Are like, Dang. Yeah, I'm like, here's where they're going next. And I'm yeah. like, because I've done it so long, so. It's, they're only doing it to people that don't know. They don't know any better. But eventually people find out. I think people are saying that right now because people that was like only selling courses and only doing stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like they haven't figured out a way to pivot. They're, they're doing the same thing. And I'm like, well, you got to adjust because if that's all you know, you, you you already see that it's already changing. Yeah. People aren't going for the same thing. So now I think this is where we find out who's really a student. Yeah. And, and it's like business. Like there's no answer to like everything that's happened. It's like it's almost a post. I feel like you got to have a post on like, yes. all right. It's, it's an imaginary post, but you can kind of feel like, okay, stuff is changing. Yeah. People are responding differently. People need to hear something different. People need to see something different. And then I've got to be able to adjust to that and give people what they want. 
That's yeah. so good. That's yeah. so how do you good. stay a student of your craft? I read every day. I study. I listen to audios all the time. Um, I go to events and like I find like things that speak to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe it or not. I don't read a thousand books. I've probably I probably have like. I bought I've bought a lot of books. So I probably got like ten or fifteen books that I just or in audio. But buy all the books and you ain't read them yet. <laughs> yeah, but you know, because now a lot of times when I read books, I don't even read the whole book anymore. I just look at the summary and I'm like, okay, this because most books the first couple yeah, pages first couple are chapter, anyway. you're like, okay, got right, it. I don't need that. What did I really? Need? Okay, boom, boom, boom. That's all I needed for this yeah, book. And I yeah. just keep notes on that piece and I keep it moving. But it's like it's a couple of books and audios that I just listen to consistently, and mm-hmm. then those are What's the ones that favorite? work for me. Um, it depends on what I need work in. Like if if it's something leadership, I'm listening to like John Maxwell or Miles yeah. Monroe. Yeah. Um, One if of my it's favorites. uh something uh like to get my mind right, it's like the science of getting rich. Mm. It's uh Kevin Trudeau, like your wishes, your command. Yeah, mm. so good um, on YouTube. By the magic way, magic of magic of believing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the strangest secret. That's a quick so listen. Good. It's like Earl less Nightingale. than a, you know, less than an hour. You could just get your that's mind on right YouTube real quick. Too, yep. By the way, just say so you all know. Yeah. So it's just like I think stuff like that is just. Um, always good reminders. One thing that I, I, I one thing that I will say is, um, like you were saying, how people are just regurgitating information, regurgitating. Mm. It's like, oh my goodness. Even inside of like whether it be dating or business or whatever, it's like I read the same books as you, and I know that you're regurgitating mm. information because I can hear it. I will say though, it's for me. If you regurgitate, like it's one thing to have intellect; it's mm. another thing to embody. Correct. Yeah. Right. So when you know something so well, and that actually becomes who you are, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But if you're just speaking from it from a place of I learned what to say versus mm. I learned how to be, mm-hmm. um, I think that that is such a big disconnect that's happening in this day and age. Yeah. Everybody's just regurgitating, regurgitating, regurgitating. Mm-hmm. But who is embodying? Yeah. yeah. You got to you got to become it. And yes. I think I, I really think that's what it is. Cause once, but the thing is, once you become something and once you start applying it the principles are always going to be the same but you yeah. should be able to add your life exactly. and your examples into it and I think and that's, that's what difference. makes it a little bit different I think that's the difference yeah. too someone regurgitating and having true authenticity is mm-hmm. I've walked this walk yeah. I've experienced this Period. It's, a cert- it's a different level of certainty and confidence yeah. that comes with I've actually done this yes. Yes. I've walked it I experienced it I've honed this crap I've learned this crap opposed to someone I just learned something and maybe have a little bit of charisma so I can reteach it Yeah. Correct. and again the cream will always rise to the top. We'll Period. see where you're at in five years. We'll right. see where yeah. you're at in 10 years. Yeah, Period. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think like even like leadership, 99% of people I've ever read anything on leadership, it always comes from something bibli- biblical. All mm-hmm. of them. All of them. All like not, not all business stuff, but a lot of leadership training. Yeah. There's always something coming principles from like, the principles from the Bible that they've now expounded upon and maybe they switch up the examples or something like that. So I think that always comes like for me. That's what made me start reading the Bible more because I was like, okay, if everybody getting their stuff from the Bible, let you're me like, oh, there's something in here. <laughs> let me go here and then also get my own revelations, yeah. my own ways to teach things because that's what a lot of people have done. So I think you know you have to find some sources that you go to, people, speakers, mentors, or whatever that that can pour in that, that fill you up. And then for me, once you find some that speak to you, then you just got to stay on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel I like, like I've never seen you and just. And this is just me knowing you from afar. Mm-hmm. I don't know you too intimately, but just from the spaces we've been in together from a social media perspective and even this conversation, you're so well put together, mm-hmm. so well spoken. Appreciate that. But what what makes you tick? Like what is like the thing that like sets Justin off? Because you're so like, I've got the answer. I'm gonna keep it safe. I'm gonna play it safe. I'm gonna you be know, cool. I think it's when people come for me, but like be like slick with it. You know what I'm saying? Like people try to like <laughs> how do people do that? Just like you know, because, you know, because when you're nice, a lot Ooh. of times people take like we little like little jabs thinking you're not going to say anything. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I've just... developed myself to not say like because in high school, I was a dude that clown in mm. Joan on everybody. Mm-hmm. Not the first two years, ninth and tenth. I had it handed to me. Tenth uh, and eleven. You took over. He said, "Wait, ninth and tenth. Yeah, no, like, I, like, no, I was like, no, I had to adjust. <laughs> Look, I told you, I had to adjust. I said, like, oh, you know, eleventh grade, I'm not doing this no yeah. more. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm stepping out. So I, I learned that, but like I've learned. Especially in my position, I can't always come mm-hmm. and respond to people the way mm-hmm. I want to. Yes. So when people do it, I'd be like, "Listen, bro, I can, I can really hurt you in a very professional way. I can oh, make a motivational video. Oh, that Scorpio stinger! What? Look, I, I can make a video that's so motivational that everybody be sharing it, but I know I'm talking. Period. You know what I'm saying? I've done it a couple of times. People are like, "Well, that's for me." I'm like, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Right. Sure. very clearly. So I think that's one of the things that definitely like. A distaste. Yeah, like, bro, don't don't do that. That's yeah. that. Well, I think that's actually really a skill. I'm reading this book right now called The Bait of Satan, 
It is basically, this book literally, you guys, is changing my life. It has literally freed me. First three chapters has freed me from so many strongholds. Yeah. The bait of Satan. It's basically about like just how you react to things, Mm -hmm. how you respond to things. And I think that that's something that you have really mastered. Because I I know you're not perfect, but it's just like when the curveballs are thrown, it's like I've done enough development on me where I know how to respond to this. I'm not going to let you get me off my post. Period. Yeah. 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 You know, I learned a lot of that too from watching sports interviews. Because, like, they're really good at, like, Bill Belichick is really good at, like, just that next question. Bill you know, <laughs> you know, Belichick is, yeah, yes. He just won't, it just, he's never unbothered. One, this is a lady, her name was, uh when I was in, I was probably like 10 or 11. Her name was, uh dang, I, I know her name is Mrs. Pierce, but she had, she took me and my brother to, um, we, we I grew up Jehovah's Witness, so we was going to the Kingdom Hall and she picked me up and she was like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, my parent, our car broke down and we had, she's like, listen. You ain't got to explain yourself to everybody. Mm-hmm. And w- when you get to the Kingdom Hall, people might ask you questions. Every question that people ask you, you don't have to answer. Mm-hmm. And I remember that from being a kid. I was like, man, I used to think I had to answer all these questions people asked me. Freed you. Now I just be like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable answering that. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Next question. You know what and, I mean? But you, I, you, you, you watch people in these difficult situations, how they respond, and then yeah. something's good that fits your personality. I just added into my. That's yeah. So and I think thing. people will weed themselves out too, because a lot of the times people just want a response. Mm-hmm. And when you're not giving the response that they want you to have, they weed themselves out. Yeah. Or That's, they get angrier sometimes too. Well, I even if that. they get angrier, yeah. it doesn't matter. You yeah, know, facts. like, I, I, for, I don't know. I'm in a space where I, I like literally feel like no matter what is happening, it is what it is. I can tell that too. I see you like in a free space right now. Yeah. <laughs> Clear as day. Yeah. It is like my, that. it is a blessing and a curse. But, uh, <laughs> but that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. See, yeah. it's outside now. Freedom. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I like Definitely it. freedom. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you know guys. It's funny. Go ahead. Uh, it's funny. Um, I feel like, you know, um, learning new things and like people like that create whole like stories or whatever. And like you don't even know that it happens. Mm-hmm. I was watching some movie and it was literally this girl in the movie. She was do- going doing so much to avoid this person and told another person, like, we had so much beef. We had words together. But the person that she was avoiding didn't even, like, really, like, they never had a bad interaction, whatever. It was literally like, dang, this is wild. Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. But that's how people are in real life. Yeah, for Creating sure. all of these wild stories. Yeah. Maybe, what's the craziest story you've heard about you? And then I know we got word of the day. Um. Man, I, you know what? People that don't know me sometimes, well, this is before I started showing more of my personality on social media, but like some people would think I was just like <laughs> super serious all oh, the time. Yeah, super goofy. And I thought like, you were super serious too until I met you in person. Oh, when yeah. I met you in person, I was like, oh, he's so cool. Yeah. So loving. <laughs> but just from, and social, like goofy. Just from like social media, fun. I was like, he's very serious. But I, again, I know you don't believe in the sign stuff, but like that's a Scorpio. Like for, you got to get to know a Scorpio. You got to yeah. get to know you. Like when you're in an intimate setting, it's like, oh, okay, you're cool. But mm. you're just so serious all yeah, the time. Yeah, I got that. Um, <laughs> Sometimes, like I don't, I don't. I, when I was younger, I used to get like stuck up, but I'm like, I ain't got nothing. How am I stuck up? I ain't got no money. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Were you just quiet and reserved? I was up. Yeah, I definitely. I'm. I don't know if reserved, but I was observant. Got it. So I would just be watching. I'm like, nah, because I know everybody can't handle my personality. So I'm like, let, <laughs> me too. Let really? me see how much it I can let out in this environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I can let out ten percent here, and then I just leave it there. Yeah. And then now I'm just at a place where it's like, hey, whoever liked me, like me. If you don't, yeah. you don't. That's it's called wisdom. That's the best yeah. place to Comes be. Comes life. Yeah. That's yes. the best place. Listen, to guys, be. we're gonna get into some hard non-negotiables as we end this episode. Justin, you have been phenomenal. Thank um, you. everything that I expected. Um, so <laughs> some hard non-negotiables. We're gonna spit out some rapid fire. We'll each do one. You answer for. Uh, First thing to come to your mind, and then we'll get on to our word of the day. So I'm going to throw out something. Um, okay, so if you and if if you're in a relationship, right, and it's one piece of chicken left on a plate, <laughs> and you real hungry, but you know she real hungry too, you gonna let her have it? Or are you taking the chicken? I'm gonna split it. Oh, oh that's so wise. I'm just sick of it. But that's what I do for it. Yeah, uh, Amber. So I always do these alternatives. So can she have? Ugly feet or ugly hands? Which one did you take? Ugly feet or ugly hands? You got to choose, brother. (laughs) And I mean real ugly. I would actually go ugly hands. Ooh, over ugly feet? Yeah, because like summertime, man. Because, you know, listen, I'd rather be exposed that your hands are ugly. Everybody know the whole time. Because summertime come and it'd be like. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, like, you know. That's actually good. Hands, you know, it's just like. Yeah, I read like toes because when they come out and you like, I've seen some was like the, the corns there. It's like, well, ooh. I love that. I'm right. Praise God. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, I'm like, Jesus name. Because I, I feel like if your hands are ugly, I knew that. From the jump. From the jump. From the jump. Yes. I had to accept that when I, when I evolved and I looked at the whole situation. The feet, it's like, you're going to have to explain that to people. Like, hey, listen. <laughs> Literally. 
Now I'm gonna let you know. Everybody go, Sarah, Sarah, go to this Sarah, pool. Sarah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm gonna let you know before we get to Sarah, it's gonna be real dry. Right. <laughs> I'm like looking at my list. Like, what is a good one? Uh, does your partner have to cook? Yes. That they, they have to have the ability Christ. to cook. And cook okay. for you, how long? I can cook. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. Not do I cook? No, but I have the ability to. <laughs> okay, but does she have yeah. to cook for you? Um, she doesn't have to. No, but they had to have the ability. He's like, we got a chef, babe, and this right. should be good. No, and like we do, like like I. Oh, we cooking, there's a we. Listen, he's just saying in the future. Done. He's speaking in the future. Is being done. You, know? you know, I was trying to it, check the, for y'all ladies. Yeah, in no, the future, no. it's a mystery. <laughs> You'll never know. It's not a mystery. Like I'm not like on the market, but I'm saying like the cooking. I so think is a thing that is just has to be done. Yeah, it has to be like you have to have the fundamental ability. Because if anything, like things can happen in life. Like you, like okay, you could be. Wherever you're at today, and then you know maybe two years you got to adjust, and it's yeah. like in that two years you'd be like, oh, you, so you can't cook. <laughs> you it's mean really I can't eat tough. nothing? Yeah, no, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Well, Speaking, listen, guys. Oh, oh yes, I was just gonna say we go are ahead. gonna get into our word of the day. Um, as you all know, we speak life. We give things authority by what we speak with our words on mm-hmm. our tongue. So, Sarah, go ahead and take the word of the day today. What's up, guys? Super excited to share my word of the day is appreciation. For the good and the bad, because both of them shape you into who it is that you want to be. Appreciate the the wildness. But I do want to say, shameless plug right now, while we were talking about wigs and weaves and all of the things, I appreciate the Virgin Hair Fantasy company that I am rocking right now. Obviously, <laughs> I did not I did not dye my hair. And for a 20% off code, you can use Ms. Serafon. No, I'll put it in the link below. Uh, but just appreciate all of there your experiences that come inside of life because really and truly, it's actually the harder, the tougher, the more challenging things Thanks. that shape us in a much better way and prune us into who we're being. One of the things I was having a conversation with a girlfriend and I was like, oh, I'm under spiritual attack. I'm going through spiritual warfare. And she said, Sarah, you're going through spiritual pruning and mm. just shifting that perspective, yeah. shifting the perspective to appreciation is an absolute game changer. Wow. So thank you guys so much. I love that. Yes. And also, this episode is brought to you by the Legacy, Legacy Center. Center. Listen, if you are having an event and you're in the greater Atlanta area right here in East Point, Georgia, we have a 30,000 square foot building, 20,000 square foot gallery space. You can have a conference, a meetup, a seminar, whatever, a wedding right here at the Legacy Center. We also offer private offices for lease and co-working. So go to www.legacycenter.com and host an event with us. Yes, and thank you again for joining us on another episode of It's It's Non-Negotiable. There we go. Y'all said (laughs) it.